Hi, well, welcome to the Xbox World Podcast. Uh, hope you're well. Uh, I'm Tim. Silence. And it's just silence. I'm waiting for Matt to introduce himself so I can be last and make a grand entrance. I'm, I'm Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, you too. It's like Laurel and Hardy right there. Anyway, I'll, let me just uh, let me just go over that again. I'm Tim. This is Matt. This is Mike. We're here to chat to you about uh, about Xbox stuff, about other games too, and um, and there's going to be some other bits and bobs that no doubt pop up as we uh, as we talk along. Sorry, the uh, podcast is a bit late. We uh, we like to put it up on a. We should have put it up last Friday, but uh, a few things happened. Like no one was in the office. Pr- principally, was the uh, reason we didn't end up doing a podcast. So. But this one's going to be more than make up for the fact that we didn't have one last week. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. And Matt is going to tell us why. <laughs> you always do this. No, I'm just messing around. So anyway, guys, what have we been? Uh, what have we got to talk about this week? Well, we've got we've had a few games in the office. Not quite as many as last issue because it's obviously we did a lot of our big Christmas games last issue. But um, but we got Left for Dead, Mike. Yeah, we got Left for Dead, and it's up on Steam as of today, the day we're recording. A few days ago, for anyone who's actually listening to the podcast, yeah, it's good advice. That really, <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, it's very good, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we, we've been playing, we've been playing a bit online. Um, and back when I played it, I think in May at an EA event, um, when I was supposed to be sitting and playing Battlefield Bad Company, uh, I sat instead sat and playing Left 4 Dead for a good hour and uh, finished with the um, hospital campaign back then, and it was. Even then, thoroughly unlike any other game I'd played. I mean, we had Hoodie in the office this morning who we've actually played against, uh, our art guy, was saying, you know, it's just a very, very solid shooter. Mm. But it is that when you're on your own. Mm. When you're actually with people, it really is unlike any other shooter you've ever played. And the finished game delivers on exactly what we were playing back then. It was so, it was so much fun. The most fun demo I've received of any game this year. The most fun I've had almost with any game this year. And... Left 4 Dead is exactly that. However, I would say that it is very much a PC game, perhaps more so than any other game on the 360, bar maybe Quake Wars. Quake Wars was a well-handled port, but still such a PC game that it really wasn't, didn't belong on 360. Mm. I wouldn't say Left 4 Dead doesn't belong on 360, but the place to play it is definitely PC. Uh, it has a few... I wouldn't, it doesn't look quite as good on the 360, which it should, I mean, it should do, because... The Source Engine's four years yeah, old. It's, it's not like not. Left 4 Dead's pushing the system no. that far. Uh, but oh, it's just really good. Yeah. It's just really, really, really I love good. how you can monkey with people's games. Like you're, you're running down the street on the way to the hospital and everyone's like, oh, avoid the cars. If the alarms go up or the zombies all come in, yeah. you just put a bullet in it and start laughing. Just put a bullet in. <laughs> the trouble is, though, then they're just hanging out to dry. <laughs> and... That ain't good because you can't be a lone wolf in that game. And no. they have two creatures which are just designed to stop you being a lone wolf. You got wolf. the hunter and the smoker. The hunter and the smoker. Like, you know, if you get grabbed by either of those, unless, well, the hunter in particular is on you and you can't get him off until someone saves you. And then you got the smoker who you got maybe two seconds to get, get him off of you. Mm. And after that, you have to depend upon your teammates to do it. The worry with the game, I guess, is, is whether enough people are going to buy it and whether enough people are going to be. Service, well, the I demo's guess. been very popular. I mean, the right. demo's been like one of the most popular demos I've seen online for a long time. Certainly more popular than the uh, End War demo, which is frighteningly quiet. Mm. Uh, Left 4 Dead has been busy, and my friends list in particular has been just constantly rammed out with people. Maybe that's just because of the kind of people I play with. Yeah. But it's been constantly rammed out with people. 
And that's just playing the same two bits of the first stage over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, I hope it is. I mean, I hope it finds real success online. I mean, the worry is that it goes the way of sort of Team Fortress and Orange Box, which was, I mean, just no one played it online. And, yeah, and it's a shame because, I mean, that's a brilliant multiplayer shooter as well. The worry is with um, PC, I think gamers are more willing to buy a game that is exclusively online, a game like Team Fortress 2. Or yeah. Left 4 Dead, I mean, you can play offline with bots, but really you're not getting the game if you play that way. No. With, without, you know, with bots, the game's probably a 7 out of 10. With other players, it's you're looking at 9s and 10s. It really mm. is one of the games of the year. Uh, are people on, who own consoles quite so willing to spend cash on a game they can basically only play online? I'm not really convinced. Well, we Quake saw Wars how Shadowrun so. did. That just bombed. Quake Wars, Shadowrun. Unreal Tournament. Unreal Tournament. All of these games they haven't done well on console. I'm hoping it's different for Left 4 Dead. I mean, it has got the, uh, the double header of guns and zombies. So. Yeah. Plus, it's got the Valve name to it. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything, it's going to yeah, sell I mean, the I think the Vol- I don't think the Valve name's quite as compelling on console. I mean, we, we know the Valve name is a, is a mark of quality, but I mean, I mean, look at what Orange Box did. I mean, that's the best game, possibly the best game on 360, and it sold averagely on 360, you know, and it sold averagely on PS3, you know. I just think that the Valve name is, you know, Valve is like... It's synonymous with console. Even yeah, PC, it, right? it's like Epic or Bungie, our equivalent of Epic or Bungie, you know, mm. you get an Epic, Epic, you know. It's funny because Epic used to be, um, you know, PC. Yeah, I know, that's right. I mean, what Valve, what Valve really kind of need to do is, is, is kind of do what, I mean, I say what they need to do, I mean, it's not as easy as that, but what they need to do really is, is kind of get into the sort of, um, position that Epic sort of manoeuvred themselves in into with Gears of War, you know, where they've got like a console exclusive backed up by a big, you know, by the console manufacturer, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, that's how Epic crossed the divide between PC, you know, PC specialists and this massive is, company that they are now. The thing with Valve is they're almost, in, in many ways, all of their games are vanity projects. Mm. They I mean, they make so much money through Steam now that they actually don't need to make games. Yeah. But they do so because they want to make games, you know, the kind of games they want to play. And those types of games are invariably PC games. They don't necessarily port well. I think they've done an exceptional job of porting them, perhaps not to the PlayStation 3, but certainly to Xbox, they've done an exceptional job of the yeah. ports. And all of the games work very well on console. They are still PC games at heart. And perhaps that's not always to people's tastes. Mm. Now, Epic always used to make very, very PC-centric games as well. But when they made their first big console game, they purposely designed it for consoles from the ground up. Mm. And Valve haven't done a console game. No. They haven't done a game which is built for consoles. Yeah. They've done a lot of very strong ports. And maybe, maybe that's what would make them a huge success on consoles. Yeah. As it is, they have to be just settled with being a huge critical success yeah. rather than a huge sales success. Yeah. So what have you been playing then, Matt? Well, before I go into what I've been playing, obviously, uh, one big thing to talk about is the new Xbox experience. Oh, yeah. That's out yeah. Like, now, uh, literally, as you're listening, I think, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, it's a big change. It's something, when we first saw it a few months back, you know, we weren't overly keen on. But I think having gone hands-on for, for a long time now, it's, it's getting positive reaction from pretty I, much everybody. I would say it's an improvement in almost every regard and it's almost uh, I wouldn't say a perfect system but it's, it's almost good. Uh, I don't think it is good. I think it isn't nearly customizable enough. You're stuck with options all over every menu which you just don't need. And I don't think it uses the screen real estate very well. I mean there's, there's so much space on the screen which is going to waste particularly the new friends list. It's so much nicer just to pull up through the blades, the new guide now, which is ex- which is 
exceptional. By far the best part of the new dash is the new guide. Uh, going through your friends list there is just like old times, but going through the friends list actually on the dash is this graphical friends list, and it's very slow, very clunky. It's just a silly way of doing it. Uh, it's an uneconomical system, I would say, but it has so many great features, and I mean so many great features. I'm willing to forgive everything I don't like about it. It's easier to navigate. The shops are much easier to navigate. Uh, it has nice settings for different screen resolutions. And best of all, you can install your game straight to the drive now. Or, best of all, you can spin your avatar's head around to make them dizzy. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I that's like undoubtedly that. the best bit of it. I did like that. We have actually made avatars uh, of the entire team for our issue, which is going on stands right now. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday. It'll be uh, Tuesday for everybody listening. No, 25th. it'll be today. No, it comes out the 20th. All we, right. We, we brought, we brought this, this, the on-sale date. Oh, uh, sorry, I wasn't aware. Yeah, so it's on sale today. The day, if you're downloading this on the day this goes up, i.e. Friday the 20th, the issue's on sale today. That's good news. Well, we did avatars with the entire team. And I would say that Gems is all right. It's, pretty, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. You Matt's can, is th- kind sorry, of... Sorry, Thursday the 20th. So it's Thursday the 20th, isn't it? What day is it? I don't know. I have no idea. It's Thursday, Thursday's the 20th. It's the 18th today. So it's yeah. going on sale Thursday the 20th. So it would have been on sale yesterday if you listened to this Friday. Have right, we, let's just clarify that. Have we, Thursday the 20th. If we sold that good. Yeah. That's good. Everyone's yeah, good. Yeah. That was a slick operation, that one. That. Slick. I don't nice. think they'll know. No. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll just bleep that whole section out. Just put like... <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> Say that we went Nina, under a tunnel. Nina, Nina, <laughs> Nina, Nina. We went under a tunnel when we were recording it. Yeah. So, Gems is pretty good. Yeah. Matt's? You're not too happy with mine. I think it's fine. I am not too happy with Matt's. I made the avatars and I wasn't that happy with Matt's. It uh, it looks a little bit generic. Could could be any, like, sort of tall, thinnish guy with glasses. Uh, Well, that's pretty much Matt, isn't it? (laughs) Just some generic guy guy with glasses. Yeah. Yours is pretty good. Mine's okay. Mine's all right. It's got my, like, jacket and my shirt and stuff. So, kind of... that carries it. Rob's is good, although not nearly orange enough. Not nearly orange enough. We had to get John Strike to m- make it more orange. Tim Weavers, my goodness. It's like, it was like Rare sat there designing the avatars and were like, you know who we got to be able to be able to make? God, I tell you what, I don't have like some Tim Weaver. Well, obviously Tim was in Perfect Dark. He was in Perfect Dark So back did in the day, you yeah. go, were you scanned at Rare for that? Or uh, yeah, it? well, no, what happened with the Perfect Dark, after, you know, just fill in the background, uh, you know, back when uh, Rare made Perfect Dark and in '64, I was lucky enough to have my face mapped onto uh, one of the uh, Gennaro villains who got shot by Joanna Duck. Um, because I was on a Nintendo mag back then, and we had quite a good relationship with Rare. Um, so I can't remember how it did. I don't think I got him. Um, I don't think I went up there. I think I just had to get a couple of photos. One was like uh, face on, and then one was from the side, and then they just uh, mapped it onto the. The thing, so so what in. Rare did, obviously, with the avatars, they went back through uh, their back catalog, their old folders. Yeah. Like, hmm, who's who's who can we base devil? these yeah, who's on? This, who's this luscious man? So yeah, if you see, if you pick up the new issue, will you will be bear witness to the greatest <laughs> in-game representation of anyone? Like the perfect dark version of Tim looks all right. <laughs> this is undeniably the Man Weaver. Yeah. It is quite scary, actually, yeah. You could show it to your little girl and she'd be like, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. In, In fact, fact, before we go on, we yeah. have the story. Yeah. We were told, oh, yeah, we were yeah, told yeah. an interesting story in the office the other day um, about uh, Tim's little girl and Rob. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, people were obviously remember. I mean, we've forgotten him already. 
but uh, but Rob uh, Rob was obviously our deputy editor for a, a year and a half, and um, is renowned for being. Uh, well, he claimed that he never went on uh, on sunbeds, but plainly did. Permatanned Rob Taylor. Yeah, permatanned Rob Taylor with world's whitest teeth as well. Mm. Anyway, uh, I, 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 Mrs. Weaver had to go off and do something one lunch hour, so I brought my little lady into the. Uh, I'm by little lady, I mean daughter. Brought uh, brought my daughter into the office just for a lunch hour, just to mess around and, and babysit her and stuff. And uh, Rob was in the office. Rob used to sit next to me in the office, and. Um, He's, you know, Rob's a, quite a nice sort of, you know, pleasant kind of guy. Genial. He's, yeah, genial. He turned around to Erin and said, uh, hello there, how are you? She sort of looked at him, her uh, uh, lips, the bottom lips started quivering and then she burst into tears. <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh, daddy, dad, daddy, big hug, daddy, big hug. So I gave her a, gave her a big hug and said, it's all right, it's all right. You know, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. He was just, just talking to you. Anyway, he sort of calmed her down a bit and then uh, she was, she was fine for a bit and then, uh, Rob sort of turned around to her and said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> Lip starts quivering again, bursts into <laughs> tears. Starts crying again, asks for daddy big hug. So I gave her a, a, a big hug and, and I sort of jokingly said, oh, did the orange man scare you? And, and she said, yes, yes, he did. Uh, so anyway, that was that. Was that. Um, gave her back to Mrs. Weaver. You know, that, that was all done. About a week, a week and a half later, Mrs. Weaver calls me at, at work and, uh, and lunch hour and says... Um, yeah, Erin had a funny, funny spell this morning. I said, oh, yeah, what, what happened? She said, oh, well, she just suddenly got really upset about something. I said, oh, yeah, what, what was that? She said, I don't know what this, does this mean anything to you? She said, orange man scares me, daddy big hug. <laughs> <laughs> so a week, a week and a half later, out of the blue, she just suddenly starts getting terrified at the thought of the orange man scaring her again. <laughs> just brilliant. Oh, Rob. Good old Rob. Yes, we do miss him. He's actually in Dubai right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I got a little message from the other day. He's yeah. sitting in a colossal apartment, apparently. Just probably, I don't know, he's probably got the sun lounge. It's the sunbed in store already. Probably in his pink pants, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, bought, I actually saw his pink pants. I oh, know, it's disgusting. Yeah, he, 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 a, a parcel came into the office, and, uh, and Rob said, he said, they've arrived. And I was like, what's arrived, Rob? He was like, my pants. I was like, okay. Sick. He was like, Check out my pants. And the next thing I know, he's waving them in front of my face. It's sick, isn't it? I don't need to see that. It's just sick. With a bit of luck, one day Rob will come back, bring his tan with him, scare your daughter. Yeah. By then, probably big enough and tough enough to defend herself. Yeah, she'll be all right. Although it may give her, like, Nam-style flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want that. Nobody no wants that. that. No. So, Pellet. Yes. What have you been playing, then? Uh, actually, last night I started Call of Duty World at War. Oh, yeah? Only played the first two levels. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I think <laughs> I, I am. It's yeah, not okay. as, in my opinion, it's not as good as achievements. Uh, well, it gave me 110 achievements. Oh, so that's a, that's a strong haul. Out of two levels, that, that's good going. Mm. Um, definitely not as good as four. I think it's a bit tougher on veteran. I think that's mostly down to the weapons. So we've got the old bolt action rifle. It's one shot. You know, do whatever you do with with the Clank gun. Click. Ready for the next one. Another shot. So it's it's certainly not as easy as COD Four. But I'm liking it. I think. It doesn't feel quite like an Infinity War game, unsurprising given it that it's not. But I don't think they would have been too disappointed to slap their name on it if they had made it. Mm. Um, what else? Been playing Mirror's Edge. Oh yeah, and doing that. Um, fares a lot better if you just play it for the time trials right. rather than going through the story. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad time trialing game at all, but you have to be of the right frame of mind to 
to want to play the same level about a hundred times to shave off a tenth of a Story's not very good, is it? No. Story by Rihanna Pratchett, Terry Pratchett's daughter. The thing is, we'll we'll be deliberately vague because I know there'll be people playing through it and people yet to get it, maybe getting it at Christmas. But there's a twist. Yeah. And if you haven't worked out by the end of... Well, let's not even say by the end of anything. If you haven't worked out within 20 minutes of starting the game, you're probably not paying attention. Yeah, and we'll... We'll you know, go into the details a, f- a few podcasts later as to how you could have spotted the twist. Yeah, you know, straight away. Um, so that that's a bit disappointing. But as a as a speed running game, there are, there are worse speed running games. I think it is, in my opinion, probably the worst written game I've big budget game. Mm. I mean, you take it for granted that I'm not going to say like you know Terry Chapman do's street, street racer, you know. That as like you know, I'm not including that in the worst story ever stakes. But this, I tell you what, I liked Street Racer. Was that the old? Uh, was it called Street Racer? What was the one that was on the Mega Drive? It had carts. It was a bit like I Wacky think it Races. was Street Racer. Yeah, it was, it was a bit. It was just like a Mario Kart. It was the Mega Drive Mario Kart. Yeah, but you had the old uh, like the Neanderthal people. And, yeah, yeah, it was good. No, I don't remember <laughs> that one. Not strong. But um, if uh, like, I'm also including that in a bunch, but um, what I'm saying is, of the big budget games this year. How a big budget success, like, you know, a big name release, big flagship release can have such a utterly weak and poorly written story. Just badly written. Like, shit, I'll do it for free. I'll write, I'll write the story for the next game. I'll do it for free. If they want it, give me a shout. I'll do it, no problem, and it will be better. It was truly awful. The dialogue is atrocious, badly acted. The plot twists are awful. The ending sets up a sequel. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, who's the bad guy? Well, it's obviously the frigging bad guy is at the end. It's uh, everything about the game is true. Just like it's, it's not. It's the worst movie you've ever seen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, from one from one really bad story to one really good one, then, which is Dead Space, which you finished. Yeah, I'm last playing night. Dead Space. That's a good game. Matt was uh, Matt did our review, obviously, and it took me a while to get to it because I, I kind of didn't want to pay for a copy, and I was trying to scrounge one, and in the end, I had to pay for it. But it was <laughs> worth every penny. Um, it's actually got a really good story. Yeah. I think it's a bit heavy-handed in some ways, and as always, the, the rule applies where you have to say, you know what, when you say a video game has a good story, it is within the context yeah. of other video mm-hmm. games. But, um, yeah, it had a good story. I was, I was really interested in what would happen next, and be, that became one of my reasons for playing certainly wasn't for like the next big set piece because the game doesn't have nearly enough good bits. It's just, just consistently good throughout. It's just a, a consistent level of quality all the way through. It doesn't have the peaks and troughs that something like Resident Evil 4 does, but yeah, it's just consistent throughout, really good story with an interesting resolution. I really like the ending. I really like the beginning. I really like the middle. It's just always good. I thought the acting was a little ropey. Matt, I think, is... a uh, like the acting more than I, I did. I, I like the acting. I, I don't think Kendra was brilliant. I think she was a bit hammy. But um, I, I think everyone else did a perfectly fine job. Mm. Um, yeah, I... Well, I, I guess everyone's read my review by now. Really, really like the game. Ooh, very the, big editor to you. Oh. Well, I, I guess. I'd, sure. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe uh, maybe you see Matthew Pellet at the end of it and think, not Yeah, really that. forget that. Fool. Let's, let's skip through to the Michael Gaffer piece. Um, nah, nobody does that. <laughs> There's nobody doing that. They say we want a bit of that part. But no, I really like the plot. I especially like the part. Um, can we say it's been out a few weeks? Well, I like the bit with... Um, okay, wait a res- second. Tune, tune off for like 30 seconds if you haven't seen the game. Just turn your volume down. I, I, I won't say the full details, but I like the resolution of the, um, the escape plot pod getting flushed out. 
that for me was a that was real good. Big, yeah, that was a really good, that's a nice little twist as well, and a spectacular reveal as well. That was one of the really cool high points in the game when that, that thing happens. happens yeah, yes. we'll talk about it in the future when once you know people actually buy the game because the game hasn't charted very well. I I just don't understand it when EA are like you know, the evil empire producing you know the same game every year after year after year. They don't make, you know, they make money hand over fist. When they're actually experimenting, mm-hmm. even when those experiments go wrong, like Mirror's Edge, uh, just like the games do nothing. Do it's absolutely really disappointing, nothing isn't it? So disappointing. It's very disheartening for the, 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 well, you know, I mean, less so for Dice, but I mean, especially for, for, for um, you know, EA, is it Redwood? Redwood Shores. I yeah. mean, it's very, you know, it's very disheartening for things. They've made a really like. A nine, a nine out of ten game. And it really feels like they put a lot of themselves in that game. It really seems like a, a, a game, like, like we were saying earlier with Valve, like a vanity project. It really seems like something they wanted to make yeah. for themselves. Well, Glenn Schofield was uh, promoted off the back of that game, so he's like the head honcho there now. Because oh. because it was all his his idea. Was, yeah. He went to them and was like, "Look, I really want to do this game. Uh, give me like thirteen people. We'll we'll show you what we'll we've prototype done. something." And uh, yeah, and because he he did it from start to finish, and it was him just pushing, pushing, pushing for this. He got a promotion out of it. Because he, because it was so good in the end. Mm. It is. It does sort of. It does sort of. I guess it's always been the, in been the case, but I mean, it's really depressing when a, you know, we, we sort of cry out for a bit of. Not that Dead Space is hugely original, but um, but you know, like a, a sort of an original kind of vision for a, you know, something a bit different and stuff, and then it just like Mike says, you know. It's not done badly, but it's it's you know it's just not it's not exactly stormed the charts either. No, I, I do nice think that the charts. I do think that the the TV ads didn't help, only because I think it was a bit. I don't know. They they were a little bit kind of they they didn't really show enough like. They showed like these sort of weird kind of like with, flesh monsters kind of running towards with them. With TV ads, you almost got to put all of your cards on the table yeah. and just say, if you play this, this is the crazy stuff you'll see. Like a movie trailer. Yeah. They always give away the big final stunt in a movie trailer, you yeah. know? The, 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 ad were, the ads really were like too much like teaser trailers. Mm. And, and, for a, and that's fine for a game like, you know, Gears of War 2 or Call of Duty 4 or something. You know, people have got a bit of heritage about it. But for new IPs, you need to go in bang. This is what the game's about. Here's a guy in a suit. Here's some zero G. Here's some like. Here's some it, fools who look like vaginas. Just yeah, here's a vagina you. monster. Yeah. You know, that's what you need to show off, you know. Yeah. You need to show off some of the brutal kind of like. I know you can't, you know, it'd have to be like post watershed and stuff. But you need to like, yeah, like you say, put your cards on the table. And I think the, the adverts were too. They were nice, slick adverts, but they were too a bit beating around the bush a bit when you need to go in and kind of. Blammo, this is what it's all about, you know. Mm. I think Mirror's Edge will do well because I've just seen like an advertising blitz. You walk into a game or game station, it's just Mirror's Edge everywhere. Yeah, but big but, billboards. But Dead Space was like that. I mean, you, you went into yeah. HMV. And I don't think anyone bought Dead Space and has walked away disappointed, but I think a lot of people have walked away disappointed mm. with Mirror's Edge. Speaking of trailers, Tim, you seen the new Star Trek trailer? I haven't actually, no. Is it any good? Yeah, it looks I'm all right. I'm not a massive Star Trek fan, but... New, new Spock is a seriously strong Spock. Yeah, he's, he's scarily looks like Nimoy. Yeah, it is truly scary. I'm not sure about New Shatner. No, he seems a bit... Uh, it's not smug enough. No. Not, not good looking enough, not smug enough. People forget that back in the day, Shatner was a good looking dude. Captain in, the, captain in the starship, banging all these alien ladies. Yeah. He was like, and he was a seriously good looking dude while he was doing it. Yeah. You know. No, I've I've never been a massive Star Trek fan, so I can't I can't say that I I, I you know I'm obviously sort of you know interested in it, but mm. I'll tell you what I did see yesterday, Mike Quantum of Solace. Yeah, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked it. Uh, I, I did like it. I mean, it's obviously a very good film. I didn't like it as much as Casino Royale, and I thought it lacked a little bit of like that sort of like epic kind of feel you get from a Bond film. You know how how like even in Casino, even though they brought it back down to like a more brutal kind of like. Mm. Uh, realistic kind of Bourne style Bond. F- felt like an inv- <coughs> excuse me. Felt like an, like an event movie. Yeah, you know, there's that whole whole bit <coughs> oh, where dang. the Parker bit where he's like <coughs> running across the cranes and all that kind yeah. of stuff. That was a very Bond kind of thing, and I didn't think in quite size was anything like that. It was like there were a lot of car chases, a lot of him kind of running after people and stuff. But you can get that in any any film. Yeah, you know, any action movie does that. And I didn't think there. Were, and I also, think, I didn't think it had the pace of a Bond film either. It was like. It was really breakneck. The pace yeah, was really was. fast yeah, all the way yeah. through, and it perhaps needed to slow down a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and I also didn't really, I didn't really think the the main villain was particularly. I don't know. Good. I don't know. I quite like the main villain. I thought he was all right. Did you like the man who talked full volume all the way through the film, Tim? Oh, yesterday, yeah. I was just saying to the guys in the office that uh, one of the. Me and me and the missus used to go to the cinema a lot actually before our daughter was born. But uh, since since then, not so much. And I've almost forgotten the the sort of the two things I hate most about the cinema. And this is coming from someone who's a big film fan. Is a it costs absolutely shed loads of money to uh, to go to the cinema these days. And b some schmo in the back ro- back row just speaks at full volume for the entire time. So I was saying to Matt at one point yesterday, some guy says. Oh, I wonder what he's going to do now. <laughs> so I just shut up. Just shut up. And then some guy's phone goes off. I mean, that's basic cinema etiquette, isn't it? Even, that, even that's the annoying orange advert before a film, saying don't let right. a mobile phone you ruin know, your film. Just switch your phone off. So, so yeah. What's worse there is when the phone goes off and then they proceed to chat on the phone <laughs> yeah. in the screen. Oh, no. It's just unacceptable. That's cause for murders yeah, right there. That's unacceptable. Man, I used to bounce people out on their ass back when I worked in cinema for doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's unacceptable. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Not as much as Casino Royale, and uh, I thought it lacked a bit of like the old Roger Moore in skiing down a mountain and then coming off Opening the edge the parachute. Opening parachute. Yeah. There's n- nothing like that in it. No. Um, and I think it could have done done with that. But uh, but yeah. But you know, we've been talking about all these uh, these movies from uh, Hollywood. That's and, right. Uh, now now we're going to look at some, something else from Hollywood. My sweets. That's right, folks. Last uh, on the last podcast, I promised these guys I would give them some Japanese sweets, which I picked up at a convention. Unfortunately, the, the delay to the podcast meant I ate those sweets. <laughs> they were delicious, and to make up for it to the guys, because you know I feel bad. I felt I felt bad for you guys. I went out and got some sweets, some uh, some imported sweets from abroad. So I literally don't know what I've got. I literally have no idea, apart from one thing that Matt and I are going to taste right now. I don't know if I am, you know. <laughs> and we're playing this game on hard mode because easy, you know, you, you lick it. Nor- normal, you really have a little chew. But on hard mode, you swallow. So you, you're, you're not spitting this thing anywhere. There's those spare cups around here. I've, I've got allergies. You're not, this could kill me. There's no nut. There's no nuts in them. Or is there, is there, there any nuts in a <sighs> Twinkie? Twinkies. Like Twinkies are horrible. I'll, I'll, I'll try a Twinkie. I've never had one. Before. Twinkies are what well, Twinkies are what people in in movies. We're fat, splitting this. Fat people in American comedies eat. Break it in half. All I remember from Twinkies is that Family Guy episode called Das Boom, which is season two, episode one. It's my favourite Family Guy episode where they go to the twi- Twinkie factory to survive yeah. the the apocalypse. The end of the <laughs> it's uh, the Y two K. It's the Millennium turns. 
world blows up and they go to a Twinkie fa- factory because they're the only things that can survive. <laughs> uh, it's like a like an NBC. Um, Thank you. It's like an NBC yeah. story about Twinkie and how he used to dress up as a Wonder Woman and play with a lasso, <laughs> and how his parents uh, took the baton from him because he yeah. was different enough. About <laughs> what I know of Twinkies comes from Ghostbusters, where. Um, Egon explains that if uh, you know if this Twinkie were the current the regular PK activity in the city, then either Twinkie would need to be the size of a battleship or yeah. something. I forget. Yeah. But as a result, apparently I was chatting to the guy in the shop where I got this, and he said Twinkies are really popular because people see them in movies all mm. the time. Yeah. And they think, oh wow, they must taste good. And then Tim, who's tasted them already, yeah. says quite the opposite. So, right. so ready? Get but close not, to the mic. I'm not a massive. Fan. <laughs> I just want to point out, I'm not a massive fan of sponge. Yeah. Okay. It's a sponge with like creamy going a sticky. It's sticky. And we're going to nom them together and Tim can discuss <laughs> okay. our reaction. So Mike and uh, Matt, but Mike's gone straight for it. Mike's popped the Twinkie fully in his mouth, whereas Pellet's taken, taken his usual half-assed approach to it and he's eaten half a Twinkie. Oh, now it's all gone in. It's all gone in. So let's see what happens. It's Mike. all right, man. It's all right. Yeah, you, like, you don't mind yeah, a bit Twinkie? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Pellet, Pellet, Pellet can't speak. He'll probably go and get a nosebleed like he did last time in a minute. But uh, he can't speak. He's having trouble speaking, and uh, no, may have no orange ch- sweets, daddy. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe choke. You alright, Pellet? Mm. Yeah. Well, what do you reckon the Twinkie then? Mm. It's all right, isn't it? It's not. It's not <laughs> it's poison. Nice. It's just. It's okay. I'm not disappointed. By my that. piece was like twice the size of Mike's, which is why I couldn't ram it all in my mouth and then speak. But no, it's nice. Okay, I've got something which I'm quite disappointed by. This is um. <laughs> I'm shaking it up. It looks like Tipex. <laughs> you wish it was Tipex. This is Skittles spray candy. Oh no! Now <laughs> I, I I've never experienced spray candy before, but I was told quite re- by my girlfriend this weekend that no spray candy has actually been around in the UK. Tell you what, that that Twinkie's repeating on me a little bit. <laughs> it's like got an acidy stuck in your chest. Kind of an acidy burn. <laughs> in my... It makes my heart feel really big. Ah, <laughs> oh, really big. It's kind of. It's hurting. <laughs> That's okay. Cause so what do you do? Spray it on your tongue? Apparently so. Right, okay. This is Skittles spray candy. Um, net weight, 68 fluid ounces. I mean, look on the side. What the hell? Is, is this from, from the United States of America? It's from the United States of America. Um, 50 calories. Amounts per serve. One. Servings, one. <laughs> well, we're going we're to have a little squirt. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not going to go first on this one. Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Pally's going to go first. Unless, unless Tim wants Get close it. to no, the thing yeah, so people can hear us. Do you just squirt it straight I'll in your mouth? I'll on your tongue, yeah. yeah. Presumably. Come on, then. I don't want... Pump it a little bit, Pally. Pump that, pump that bad boy. There you go. Let's try some. That's, that's disappointing. Oh, it's, fr- it's hideous. <laughs> it tastes like mouthwash. <laughs> it does. That's exactly what yeah. it tastes like. Oh, what what we find out is that Mike bought with these things, and they removed all the labels and put them on his just the stuff he's found in his bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so it oh is yeah. literally. Oh, you've just dropped some down. Just dribbled something on my front. It's, it's like it's mouthwash. It's like um, it's it not do- that nice, is it? It's mouthwash, but you know what? In an ironic turn of events, it doesn't actually taste dissimilar to Tipex. <laughs> How do you know what Tipex tastes like? Well, you can just you can imagine what yeah, it smells yeah, yeah. like. Based it's on like when someone says, "Oh, it tastes like shit." Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, not, it's, <laughs> right. it's, that, it's that smell, you know. You, yeah, get, yeah, you yeah. get a rich and one more squirt. There's, a, there's something there. I'm trying. To, it's not cherry. It's not strawberry. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's called strawberry, by the way. I'll tell you a good good story, actually, Mike. I told Matt this morning just on the subject of, of 
of brain stuff. This morning, say goodbye to Mrs. Weaver and the little lady. Step out the door into the world's biggest cat turd. All, <laughs> all over my, all over my shoe. Brilliant. Oh. What a start to the day. Oh, is, is this some popping candy, Mike? Popping, no, Mr. Sure. Strike, who is our designer, he never knew what popping candy was. Really? Like up until last week or like two weeks ago when he had some. Oh, I made him have a whole bag in one. Down this has got Japanese writing on it. <laughs> well, I nearly actually bought some popping candy just for the oral sensation of it right. on the, over, the, uh, over the airwaves. But this is a Japanese candy. And it's got a sticker on here which explains what it is because this is all in gibberish. Lemon Shige Super Kicks. Lemon flavoured sour hard gummies eat in moderation. Mm. <laughs> that Twinkie, I tell you what, that Twinkie's really not comfortable anymore. It's not sitting Have well you got any more me. Twinkies? I'll have some. No, it's not. No. But there you go. Shake yourself a couple of these. What the hell are they? They're gummies. Looks like rabbit turd. <laughs> They're literally the most sour sweet I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I don't like sour sweets. Yeah. I might just have one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. You swallow it. Tim's had to take it I'm out. I'm not, I hate sour sweets. You know that episode of The Simpsons where, <laughs> where, where Homer eats something or someone eats something and their face implodes? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's the most sour sweet I've ever had. <laughs> that's what I imagine it must be like to, like, when you've had enough and you want to kill yourself and you, you, you eat a bit of, like, detergent. That's what that tastes like. Oh. Okay. That's horrible, isn't it? Oh, okay. it's got horrible aftertaste as well. I've got some little Japanese... Helen's helping himself to more. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Haven't you got any guts? Oh, you go, wash it down with some zombie. <laughs> some zombie? <laughs> zombie. Zombie energy drink. Awake the dead. Um, let's have a look. Calories, 110. It's not a lot, but... Contains 1,000 milligrams of taurine, 120 milligrams of caffeine... 50 milligrams of inositol, 25 milligrams of guarana, and 25 milligrams of ginseng. Is that guarana or guana? Oh, you can <laughs> smell it already. <laughs> oh. Tastes like Red Bull. Anyone? Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to start licking the same can that you've had. Yeah, just pour it. Pour it in there. I'm going to skip over these little Japanese drops. You poured it into the cup. Tim's just poured it into the cup with his sour sweet in. Nicely oh, done. God, that tastes horrible. It tastes like bubble gum. It tastes like Red Bull. These guys are soft. That's Red Bull. Oh, that's Red Bull. <laughs> no. We do have these little Japanese sweets, but they, we're dragging this on a little bit now, so I'm not going to crack into these. We'll save this for next time. What we do have... After going through um, all the things which might be pleasant, like that and the, the spray candy and the twink oh, and the twinkie. Okay, the things that might possibly be nice. I said to the uh, the fellow in the shop, very nice guy in a shop called Cyber Candy in London. I said, um, "What is there anything here that you literally wouldn't feed a dog?" <laughs> and he said, "Do you have something which isn't very nice?" And I've got it right here. What's that? Kryptonite. <laughs> It's oh no, it's got. Oh no. Hard boiled, sour, and salty sweets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it's from. It hasn't got licorice in it, has it? I don't think so. Because licorice. It does, does. Well, it's hard and it's salty. It doesn't bode well, <laughs> I've got to say. And we're all going to pop one of these at the same time and let our 
listeners decide from our reactions of whether it's worth buying some kryptonite for themselves. It isn't actually green, as you would expect. It's in fact pink and um, sticky. Very, very, very sticky and hard. So, unfortunately it's got a little bit warm in my bag. <laughs> but there you go, break yourself off some. It's, it's like a, a pink lozenge with a, okay, don't, a black don't, stripe. Don't stick it in your mouth yet. Okay, on three. I say, if I'm, I'm quite worried that this is licorice because no, I hate no, licorice. No, it's only like painted on almost. It's sour and salty apparently. Uh, that's all we're going to say. Reactions on three, two, one. Sour first of all. Oh, don't bite it. Oh, crap. <laughs> Oh, it tastes alright when you're just sucking it. No, don't bite it. Oh, <laughs> then it gets salty. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just gobbed on the floor. Oh. So when you bite it, it gets salty. Yeah. It? <laughs> it's like, apparently on a, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, they ate kangaroo's testicles the other day, and it's like that. It's alright, I'm washing it down with some zombie. Oh, oh this is rank. <laughs> okay, I'm not playing that on hard mode. That was, uh. <coughs> it's so salty. It's just like a it's literally just a mouth. It's a hard sour shell yeah. with a mouthful of salt in the middle. It's like a locket. You know, like locket sweets? Yeah. It's like a locket, but instead of honey in the middle, it's, sugar, it's salt. What do you think, Tim? Have <coughs> 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 some zombie. Screw you guys. <laughs> Give me that. I'm going to finish this and get the achievement. For that was. <laughs> That, it's uh, not nice. Oh, God, kryptonite. The kryptonite. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> Superman uh, doesn't like it. It's rude. <laughs> this actually would kill Superman. This must be what it's evil horrible. tastes like. <laughs> <sighs> That's what the devil's ass smells like. Okay. It's basically the last of the sweets, apart from one. It's called Bean Boozler. <laughs> what? They're, they're, it's a box of jelly beans, um, which has eight different colours in here. Buttered popcorn, juicy pear, caramel corn, coconut, top banana, plum, peach and berry blue. They're all jelly belly jelly beans, which make, mm -hmm. they make the best jelly beans. They're tasty as hell. But these beans come in two flavours per colour. So, for example, you might get buttered popcorn or you might get rotten egg. Oh, it's Russian oh, roulette. It's Russian jelly roulette man. with jelly beans. You might get peach... Or you might get a vomit. I'd like to say I vomit. Just, vomit I, I, I just finished my kryptonite. Yeah. You, you swallowed the kryptonite. Yeah. You can have uh, you can have ten mic points for that. Well, ten. Come on then, let's have bean boozlers then. Because I'm sure the I'm sure the listeners are getting uh, getting tired of us talking about bean boozlers and this. This is amusing. To, this is incredibly amusing to me though. Okay, I'm going to pour them into a cup. So we can <laughs> get, are you serious about the vomit thing? Let's have a look at the box. Nope. Right. Okay. But you know what colours they are, so you no, know not to have a vomit one. They're the same colours, that's the point. The, the, oh, like, right. Buttered popcorn and rotten egg are the same colour. Juicy pear and booger are the same oh. colour. So, I don't like the sound of this. So what we're going to do is... I don't really want to be I'd rather like have another kryptonite. Well, here's what we're going to do. This is, this is going to be what makes it fun, you see. We're all going to take one of the same colour, and we're all going to nom it at the same time. <laughs> and we'll see who gets lucky. Right. Now, Matt, you're a mathematician. What do you suppose the chances are of eating eight of these and then getting eight tasty ones? Slim. Slim to none, I would say. Okay, everyone take a green one. 
I, I don't think I want to do this. I've what, already what, got what, my mic points. qualifies as green? That. That. Yeah. We're not going to do loads today. We'll save some for next time. You want me to tell from smell? It's just you don't know until you right, taste all right. it. Okay, let's have the cut back. No. Can we just do the one? Can we yeah. just do one? Yeah, we're just going to do the one. No, no, no. Like, no other flavours. Yeah, just we're just going to do the one. All right. Okay. Okay. Three. This is either... Hang on. Juicy pear or booger flavour. Okay. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Oh. 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 Oh, that is disgusting. Oh. I could just taste kryptonite, so I don't know. It honestly tastes... It tastes like vomit. You had the wrong colour, mustard. What the hell is that? I, d I don't know, but I, I can oh, literally just taste it. Oh, it's got aftertaste as well. Have some zombie. You need more than zombie to get the taste of vomit out of my mouth now. <laughs> that is disgusting. Why would you even want that? To bean-boozle people on a podcast. What did you get? <laughs> I don't know. I can just taste. So you've just seen quite happily eating a load of booger. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be daring these because these guys are pussies. I'm gonna try a potentially vomit flavored one. How about you have all those colours so that you'll definitely get a vomit one? Yeah, taste vomit. <laughs> taste some vomit. Oh, I just read all of the colours of that one. Eating all of them. That's about. 25 bean booglers in there, whatever they're called. <laughs> Get in space. He looks like he might be having a, a bit of a. We should have done this reaction. on a round table. Yeah. Mike's face is. <laughs> the taste hitting me now. Mike's got a price. <laughs> Can you taste vomit? I can taste everything. <laughs> All the colours are a rainbow. Oh. <laughs> I have to move it away from my tongue to talk. Yeah. And then back to my tongue to see what I taste. So let's talk about some games oh. then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what would be really funny. Oh. Um, a lot of times we've recorded podcasts and they haven't recorded. <laughs> 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 Imagine if this had ever actually recorded. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, he takes vomit. Oh, <laughs> Mike. It's, that was literally the the best face I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we had any nice flavors in there. <laughs> it was like just like tastes like feet. We should have taken him back to the office and given him the hoodie and strike said. Jelly bean. <laughs> a couple of vomit ones. Too late now, we've all been around the I know, it's a shame. We're giving some kryptonite though. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. Because like, kryptonite <laughs> is quite, tastes quite good. We'll say, we'll go back and we'll say, um, hey, you know, we had these, we, we bought these for fun, you know, and we thought. Make sure you chew them. Make sure you bite into them. Yeah. Yeah, so, say they've got a real nice, like, center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's something to do when we get back. This is, um, this is the kind of fun we get out to an Xbox World office, you see. Um, that was. Just truly disgusting. That was a little bit of a, just a little bit of an insight into the crazy, crazy pranks that we get up to in the office. Oh. Um, Matt, Matt, why don't we move on to some questions? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From readers. I tell you what, readers, <clears throat> do you want to send us proper sweets? We'll have them, and in exchange, we'll send you some great stuff. Yeah. But more than that, what we want is letters. 
We don't really want sweets. We want yeah. letters. What's one when you're mail to xbw at futurenet.co.uk? Yeah. Or nice, .com? Lots of letters. We get lots of like uh, contact from people on live and uh, a few things on the forum stuff, but we'd love to get your emails and stuff. That would, that would be great. Yeah. We're not going to add you to any crazy mailing list. We just want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think of the mag, what you think of the podcast. And you will, if it's good, if it's printable, mm -hmm. you'll get some free stuff out of there. And we're, not, we're talking good <clears> stuff. We're talking yeah. t-shirts, CDs, games. We're talking the works. A few months ago, we did a, a Mike's Draw giveaway. Yeah. Well, now Mike's Draw is extended to a massive box. Yeah, we've got a box them. that you could literally fit a dead body in. Um, he, he knows from experience. Yeah, and yeah, having tried, having oh god, I got a headache now. There, like there, may, there may be a body in there who overdosed on bean booglers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, there, there was horrible when I had one, and I got a bad one. I necked the lot, just poured them all in my mouth. As soon as they touched my tongue, it was okay. Let them dissolve a little bit. Oh. Yeah. The, the, the bad tasting mm. ones overpowered a good tasting one so much. I, I'm surprised they called that booger flavour because that, I mean, it didn't, it didn't like taste like snot. It tasted like just like vomit or something. I definitely bit into a vomit one because that was, <laughs> that was just, it was so real. Like it actually made me gag. It, like I felt it in the back yeah. of my throat. You know when you get that feeling? Yeah, yeah. And your mouth starts watering to like, okay, got to lubricate the tubes now because we're going to vom. Yeah. I was getting that going on. That's when I had to spit them out. Right. I'm not doing that again. That's some kryptonite, though. Let's have it. Right. <clears throat> you guys rock seven. There must be like, you guys rock one, two, three, four, five, six as well. That's his brothers, yeah. Maybe. Uh, wants to know have I got any aspirations of resurrecting my filmmaking exploits? A YouTube style Gappa versus Pellet showdown would rock. It'd be a short fight. Yeah. <laughs> it would, it would be... uh, uh, for anyone who hasn't, who isn't like up to <laughs> speed on this particular thing, um, Pellet during his university days, um, along with a friend who, fortunately, has has remained uh, remained managed to remain anonymous in all this, um, has decided to get dressed up as a couple of characters from Soul Calibur and have a pretend Soul Calibur fight on the edges of a bank up in the University of Durham. Would that be right, Pellet? Uh, you're right there, and uh, and uh, right at the end of it, um, Pellet gets knocked into the a lake. Um, yeah, the ring out. It's up on up on YouTube if you want to see it. Um, I think um, I don't know the URLs on our forum, so it's worth checking <coughs> out. Worth checking out. <laughs> um, no, is the answer to that. That that, well, no, you that wasn't you just can't catch us every month on the Xbox World DVD. Exactly, exactly. Not fighting though. We can wrangle that. I think. Would you like to? Maybe next time. Fight or wrestle? Wrestle. No, underpant wrestle. Uh, a, a nice underpant wrestle. Mike, can I keep these sour lemon things? You keep them? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Help awesome. yourself. Cheers. Matt likes the sour lemons. I'm actually eating some other Japanese candy right now. Not bad. Just tastes like Smarties. Better than vomit, eh? Um, Clover7 wants oh, this to know... different. Look at that. Clover7 wants to know what are we playing at lunchtime? Uh, FIFA or Pez? Oh. Actually, we've been playing a lot of it. Box yeah. office smash. Yeah. yeah, seen it. It's pretty pretty good actually. Yeah, we've having some fun with seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh we got um usually it's uh, me, Mike and uh, Matt, and then we usually rope in a guy called Matt Castle who helps out in the mag who works, works for Endgamer. He's a bit of a douchebag. No, he's uh, he's a nice guy, but he's unfortunately very, very knowledgeable in, in terms of films, so he normally wins. I always thought I was quite good on the film side of things, but he's uh, he makes me look like a, a regular schmo when it comes to film knowledge. Now, we're, we're really enjoying seeing it. I mean, for anyone who's got last year's 
definite improvements. Like there's uh, there's one round where you have to put the fil- there are four films and you have to put them in order of when they were re- released, mm. oldest to newest, and before. Just had the four names and then you had to guess and submit your answer and that was it. Whereas now, basically, every few seconds, like a date appears on one. Like not so all four dates are on screen at once, obviously, but you you get an idea. So the yeah. the, the further the into the round point, you go, like, the the better chance you've got, and you've got more than one chance as well. But so the faster you buzz in, the faster you exactly. Put in order but but now, like if you get it wrong, you can wait a second and try again. Yeah. So it's uh, it's also got. I'm not sure if the first one had it. I can't remember. But the, it's got a uh, custom mode, so you can actually set up the types of questions you're going to get. So if you, it's a particular round you think is just nonsense, and there are some nonsense yeah. rounds in that game. You can just set up, and you can also turn the bonuses off and that sort of thing. Yeah, the, the default is set to, in the first game, after when you got into the second round and beyond, it was always like, if you got it wrong, you got negative points. They're taking that out now, but you can put it back on if you want. Yeah, I think Which that's is good. good yeah, because it stops people buzzing it stops in and people guessing. just buzzing in, just guessing for an answer, yeah. and that happens a lot. I mean, what, I, what I'll do on certain rounds is just hammer the yeah. button as the question's being asked. And then when the answers pop up, then you can pick one of four. Yeah, yeah. you get three seconds to look I, through. I think, I think one of the, the, the custom mode thing is a good idea, because I think one of the weakest... The one the bits that I don't like about the game is when you are um when it when it's not about film knowledge, when it's about like remembering stuff like what colour observation yeah, like. observation stuff, you know. That's not that's not anything to do with having film. having seen hardly any of the films in it, that's the only thing I get by on. Right. The observation stuff. Um yeah. and it's got Xbox Live stuff as well now. Yeah. Thank goodness. And there'll be DLC in the future. Mm-hmm. Or so we're led to believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so, they're um, going to have to update it with new questions and stuff. <clears> eventually, you're going to get to the. And as this podcast goes out, people will be able to use their own avatars in the game as First well. game to properly use them. Uh, Kingdom for Keflings. Kingdom for Keflings is out on um, Wednesday. Ah, of was, was Was out on Wednesday. And that also supports. First avatars. retail game then. First there, retail game. There we go. Um, Right, final question. Sane wants to know what's our game, our prediction for game of the year. The way he phrased it, I think he means there's not much time left of this year. So what do we think will be game of this year? Um, but also we can see what we what we predict for next year as well. Hmm. Just still sitting here in silence for a while, shall we? It makes good air. Good, good. I'll just talk. I just keep talking until you guys come up with something. <laughs> just literally, will not stop well, talking. Well, you know. I, the thing is, we've talked a lot about you know the games of, of this year. I mean, the, the candidates are fairly obvious. What might be a more interesting discussion is sort of talking about what we what we see as a game to next year. You know, because I mean, there that's a more sort of uncertain kind of thing. Because I mean, you can sort of talk about GTA and Gears of War two and Fable two and Fallout three and all those sort of things. I know. I would, my personal my personal game of the year would be Braid. My personal game. I don't right, think it's okay. the best game of the year, but I think personally that that would be my 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 choice. For the gong. And I'd be happy to go with Braid too. I would be happy to go with Braid. Yeah. Next year, I'm sort of looking forward... Well, I'm, <coughs> if it actually ever comes out, I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing Alan Wake. Yeah. Seeing what it's kind of... Being a big Stephen King fan, uh, like you are, Matt. Uh, you know, I just sort of... that That is basically Stephen King in a video game, you know. So I'm quite looking forward to finally getting my hands on that, if it actually ever comes out. I'm quite looking forward to... Uh if again, if it ever comes out, Splinter Cell Conviction. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to see what they've done with that because I mean they sort of took it back into development, you know, and it's it's unsure really whether we're still even talking about the same kind of concept behind the game. That's the thing. I mean, they and they might have bottled out on that concept. Yeah. They might have just decided, okay, this isn't a fun concept, and just completely bottled out. Mm. Of course, another big game which hasn't been announced, but we would hope to see next year would be Hitman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that must be that that must be announced sooner or later. I mean. 
Well, wait, what about the things we know, though? Things we know I think the safe bet is Resident Evil 5. That's, that's the that's sensible be, option. Uh, that's definitely the sensible option. A lot of people are saying Fear 2. For me, I don't think it's going to be a contender. It's going to be a solid shooter, but perhaps not Game of the Year material. Yeah. Those guys are, are going to make a good shooter out of it, though. And, of course, for me and anyone who else is into fighting games, it's a strong year for fighting games next year. We've got Street Fighter 4, we've got King of Fighters. It's been a lot of, it's been a lot of competition in that field, you know, for like, just the best fighting game of the year. Uh, Tekken 6. Um, I think Street Fighter's going to take the long there, just by being yeah. accessible to anyone. Everyone's going to enjoy playing it. It's going to be, a, I would have thought, a big success for Capcom. It comes out literally right off the back of um, Resident Evil 5. Very strange, competing with their own game there, I think. Well, Street Fighter. Street Fighter comes out 20th of Feb. Yeah. And Resi 5's 13th of March, so you actually get three ah, weeks before okay. Street Fighter. I thought uh, Resi 5 was the 13th of February. Should no, 13th of March. Um, yeah, so a few weeks afterwards. But yeah, I think Resi 5 is probably the safe bet. Bioshock uh, 2. Definitely. That's that could be a contender. I'd like to see how 2K Marion are going to... Yeah, that is going to be an interesting one. Well, as we said before, the guy that, who's leading a 2K Marion studio on that game is the guy who designed the best levels in, uh, in mm. by the first Bioshock. Yeah. And some of the best levels ever in the cradle in Thief. Right. Which was, uh, which yeah. was superb. I mean, so they got the right guy running it. I don't think Halo 3 Recon is going to have a chance. It's, it's just like a very small expansion rather than a... A new game. It is small, and we know so for a fact that it's quite small. I, I don't know, I mean, we say that. Whenever anyone says three to five hours, I would err closer to the side of three hours yeah. than five. I mean, when we say that, I mean, well, Mike and I have just said braids, so there's nothing wrong with small games. The no. year before, I would have said portal. Hell, I, I finished so. COD, five in about, COD 4 rather, in about five and a half hours. So short doesn't matter. It's like, you know, it's quality that counts. And if it cons- maintains a consistent level of quality, if it's got that halo quality throughout, yeah. it's going to be a really good game. And of course... COD 6. Yeah. Yes. By Infinity Ward. By Infinity Ward, yeah. <coughs> or True COD, as it shall be known. Yeah, re- real Call of Duty. And it'd be nice for those guys to um, wow us the way they did with Call of Duty 4. It'd be interesting um, to see where they take it. You know, whether they... They do good with the sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, the been, sci-fi uh, thing's been rumoured. I don't think, I don't think they sci-fi will. sci-fi in any true <laughs> sense, but it might do the kind of advanced warfighter kind I think, of thing. Yeah, I think they'll just do a follow-on from Modern Warfare. Because, I mean, you set, like, Modern Warfare set in the present day. If you set it even four years from now, yeah. the, the technology on the battlefield will probably have changed. Yeah. And, I mean, like, or uh, the advanced warfighter is set in 2012. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, you can, you can take that world and set it there. Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be, you know, ray guns in outer space. <laughs> no. Thanks very much. And, and, and there's no way they would do it. I don't think that idea interests them. No. But um, as long as they go back to frigging World War Two. Yeah, no, I think we've probably had a fill of World War Two. I know. Maybe they'll uh, try and take on History Channel Civil War's secret missions at its own game. Yeah, maybe they will. American maybe Civil War. They yeah. could do a they could do a game on the Sharp license as well. Just you know, just firing musket balls, <laughs> two two shots a minute, you know, or you know, three shots a minute if you're really good. <laughs> Right. That would be brilliant, yeah. wouldn't it? That would be a- excellent. You could on the Wii version, you could actually have like loading. You have to you could have to pour the musket ball down the thing and then <laughs> ram it in. You know, pour your gunpowder <laughs> in. Oh, what yeah. an immersive experience! That I wonder if we're going to see Assassins Two as well this year. Yeah, you potentially. And actually. I am alive as well. Yes, yeah. Ubisoft are uh, sitting on a few little corkers. You might see. It. I, I'm very tempted to say Beyond Good and Evil Two here, but I know that I'm going to get scowls. Oh, that'll never come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel seriously queasy now. Do you? seriously unpleasant. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, foreign sweets. Thanks, vomit sweets. Yeah. Your idea, Mike. Well, what we'll it's do is idea. we'll probably we'll probably call it a day there, so Mike can go off and get some hospital treatment. Uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our slightly different uh, podcast this time round. Uh, do let us know um, what you think of the podcast, what you'd like to see in the podcast uh, on our forum, or email us at xbw at futurenet.co.uk. 
do mail us just free stuff on offer. And those yeah. of us that survive will be back in two weeks' time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll speak to you soon. And those of us who don't survive will drink a drop of zombie and awake the dead. <laughs> See you soon. Bye bye. bye.